Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. We have got some breaking news that deals with the Biden crime family and now new testimony to Congress from Tony Bobolinsky. We also have something else that just happened, and I'm going to tell you something about the Super Bowl that directly relates to the Biden family, and you're going to be shocked by this connection. We have found out that the Super Bowl Sunday was the most watched program in television history. CBS Sports is now confirming The Super Bowl nabbed 123.4 million viewers. That is the most watched telecast in history. That is amazing. The part that's the most shocking about that is what I'm about to tell you, and it deals with the economy, and you've seen what's happened on Wall Street in the last 24 hours with major sell-offs because Bidenflation has come roaring back. We now have been told that the CBS owner, Paramount, has cut eight hundred jobs two days after the record-setting Super Bowl numbers. Paramount Global, the parent company of CBS, is planning to cut hundreds of jobs just days after airing the most watched Super Bowl in history, according to the latest reports. The job cuts will result in a reduction of the company's workforce by about 3%, The Guardian reported, noting staff had been notified on the decision. To those with whom you are, we are parting ways, We are incredibly grateful for your hard work and dedication. The Paramount top executive wrote an internal memo obtained by the outlet. Your talents have helped us advance our mission of unleashing the power of content around the world. We are a better company because of you. Now, you may be asking yourself, why am I telling you this? And how does this relate to the Biden crime family? I'm going to explain it right now. 
the only mainstream journalist who's been covering the Biden crime family is a woman at CBS News, Catherine Heritage. Catherine Heritage apparently has been laid off. In fact, her last tweet 20 hours ago at the time I'm recording this said this. House GOP seeks transcripts, recordings of Biden interview with special counsel. Then, two hours before that, she posted this. The committees require this Biden slash her interview transcript. There is concern that President Biden may have retained sensitive documents related to specific countries involving his family's foreign business dealings by February the 19th. She then says, I'm reaching out to the White House and House Dems and Hunter Biden's legal team for comment. Now, let me read to you what she posted and why her layoff is, well, isn't it interesting, the timing of it? This is what she put out. There was a letter to Merrick Garland. And in this letter, it says from the House Judiciary, please produce the information as soon as possible, but no later than 5 p.m. on February the 19th, 2024. Given the seriousness of these matters, the committees are prepared to compel the production of this material if necessary. It also says in these documents that she put out, and I'm going to quote for this, quote this for you again. It says, throughout Mr. Hur's report, there is reference to a transcript of an interview conducted with President Biden on October the 8th and October the 9th of 2023. The committees require this transcript and any other records of this interview, including but not limited to any recordings, notes, and summaries of the interview. As explained to Mr. Hearn October, there is concern that President Biden may have retained sensitive documents related to specific countries involving his family's foreign business dealings. Further, we seek to understand whether the White House or President Biden's personal attorneys placed any limitations or scoping restrictions during the interview that would have precluded a line of inquiry regarding evidence, emails, text messages, or witness statements directly linking the president to troublesome foreign payments. Additionally, the Committee on the Judiciary requires these documents for its ongoing oversight of the department's commitment to impartial justice and its handling of the investigation and prosecution of President Biden's presumptive opponent, Donald J. Trump. So now this isn't just about the money. It's now which countries own the president and the woman who was doing this amazing reporting on it all of a sudden gets laid off from CBS News after these last two tweets that she put out, including a CBS News report that it was headlined, House GOP seeks transcripts, recordings of Biden's interview with a special counsel. All of this happening under the CBS just had the most watched show in history of news. And then they cut 3% of their workforce and they cut their top reporter in Washington, D.C. that's reporting on the Biden crime family. And we're supposed to believe that she's just one of the random people and the cut, you know, and the cutbacks and the layoffs that happen. And we wish all of you well. All of this happening 
Let that just sink in for a second. While we now know more about what Tony Bobulinski was going to say. Joe Biden, Tony Bobulinski said, had plausible deniability. And the family business, while compromised, he now says, by the Chinese Communist Party and the linked companies that were paying the family. Quote, President Joe Biden maintained plausible deniability while his family business raked in millions from several foreign entities, including the CEFC China Energy Company, which compromised the president. That is a testimony from former Biden family business partner Tony Bobulinski and what he said to the House impeachment inquiry on Tuesday. Bobulinski's testimony is significant also because we now know even more about how involved Joe Biden was in the Biden crime family business. We know that he met Joe Biden in the lobby of the Beverly Hilton in May of 2017 to discuss business with his CCP company, CEFC, an entity closely and directly linked to the Chinese Communist Party. Bobulinski is also the whistleblower. And if you miss this, go back and listen to yesterday's show because I played for you the audio where Bobulinski was talking and was whistleblowing who confirmed the infamous message about a stake of, quote, 10% being held for H, meaning Hunter, for the big guy. And the big guy, we know who that is. That is the President Joe Biden. All of that came from him, the whistleblower. Miranda Devine also putting out, she is the author of the Laptop from Hell book, which if you haven't read it, go back and read it. It says this, from Tony Bobulinski's opening statement to House Oversight and Judiciary, from my direct personal experience, it is clear to me that Joe Biden was the brand being sold by the Biden family, his family's foreign influence peddling operation from China to Ukraine and elsewhere, sold out to foreign actors who were seeking to gain influence and access to Joe Biden and the United States government. Now, I have his opening statement, and I am going to read it to you so you understand just how much he clearly believes that Joe Biden is owned and compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. All right, I want to tell you real quick about Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're literally the only one. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. What does that mean to you? It means you get the same coverage that you're accustomed to. But you're doing it without funding the left. You may not know that Big Mobile gives massive donations to Planned Parenthood, to Democratic candidates, causes, and organizations. Why give your money to a group of people that literally hate your values, hate what you stand for, hate your family traditional Christian values? That is why I switched to Patriot Mobile. And when you switch, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, as well as our military, our veterans, and our first responder heroes. They make switching easy. 100% U.S.-based customer service team. Plus, you can keep your same cell phone number or upgrade your phone to a new phone or keep the one you've got in your hand as well. And the most important part, 
Every time you pay your bill, they take a percentage of your bill every month and give it back to conservative causes that you help choose to support. So check them out, patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. At the very top, Tony Bobulinski's opening statement to the House Oversight Judiciary Committee read like this, quote, I want to be crystal clear from my direct personal experience and what I have subsequently come to learn. It is clear to me that Joe Biden was, quote unquote, the brand being sold by the Biden family. His family's foreign influence peddling operation from China to Ukraine and elsewhere sold out to foreign actors who were seeking to gain influence and access to Joe Biden and the United States government. Joe Biden was more than a participant in and beneficiary of his family's business. He was an enabler despite being buffered by a complex scheme to maintain plausible deniability. Bobolinsky goes on to say this, 
The only reason any of these international business transactions took place with tens of millions of dollars flowing directly to the Biden family was because Joe Biden was in high office. The Biden family business was Joe Biden, period. Other key players have made this point clear as well. Hunter Biden himself has adamantly stated it in a variety of communications, as did another Biden family business associate, Devin Archer, in his testimony last year. Foreign nationals on the other side of these transactions, including China, Ukraine, and Romania, have also explained how and why these transactions took place. Once again, I would call that extensive evidence. The Chinese Communist Party, through its surrogate, Bobolinsky states, China Energy Company Limited, or CEFC, a CCP-linked Chinese energy conglomerate, successfully sought to infiltrate and compromise Joe Biden and the Obama-Biden White House. The process started in the fourth quarter of 2015 and continued through when Joe Biden left, left office in January 2017 to March 2018, when the CEFC Chairman Yi was detained for corruption in China, never to be seen again. Note that on October the 21st, 2015, Joe Biden announced that he would not seek the presidency in 2016. It is not a coincidence that CEFC's aggressive approach to the Biden family happened around the same time. It is also not a coincidence that CEFC used the Biden family's weakest link, Hunter Biden, and the promise of large sums of money to the tune of tens of millions of dollars initially. And eventually the profits... And this is the part that the public doesn't understand. So I'm going to, I want you to listen carefully to what Bob Linsky is saying. He's saying it's not just the upfront tens of millions of dollars they got instantly. But eventually, he says, the real money you need to be talking about is the profits from investing billions of dollars in the United States and around the world. Then Tony Bob Linsky says this. Number one. Joe Biden was aware of the CEFC transaction, enabled it, and had a constitutional responsibility and obligation to the American people to shut, to shut it down before it begins. This is because CEFC had been identified as a known surrogate of the Chinese Communist Party by the U.S. government and prosecutors in the Southern District of New York as far back as 2016 and possibly earlier. I would encourage Congress to gather all the f- exact facts and dates. It is clear to me, it's clear to me, Bobolinsky says, that alarm bells should have been going off in the Obama-Biden White House and that Joe Biden should have been aware that his own administration, his own administration, everybody, let that sink in, had red flagged CEFC as a tool of the Chinese Communist Party. This should have made any business transaction with CEFC a non-starter. Bobolinsky then writes, I personally met with Joe Biden in Los Angeles in May of 2017 multiple times to discuss the broad contours of our business dealings. The only reason Joe Biden met with me privately during his conference out there 
and seated me at his head table was because I was a business associate of the Biden family. Number two, Bobolinsky says, Joe Biden's immediate family members were enriched to the tune of tens of millions of dollars from some of our most dangerous adversaries, including the Chinese Communist Party and players from Russia, Ukraine, Romania, Kazakhstan, and other foreign nations and entities. It is my educated belief, dating back to Q clearance briefings I received in the Navy and continuing through recent discussions with experts, that under U.S. corruption laws, political office holders can be held as responsible as the immediate family members who are receiving money directly. This makes common sense. And Americans understand this. The facts we are going to discuss today appear to me to present disturbing evidence, Bobolinsky writes, and testifies to Congress, which these committees should thoroughly investigate. With respect to possible violations by Joe Biden of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, known as FARA, anti-corruption and public integrity statutes, the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, and the Racketeer Influence and Corruption Organizations Act, known as RICO. Number three, the Biden family, Joe's son Hunter and his brother Jim, knowingly and aggressively defrauded me as the CEO of Cinehawk Holdings and as a member of the Juanita Holdings LLC. At the end of July 2017, they put Joe Biden and the rest of the Biden family smack in the middle of a $9 billion transaction between Russia and China involving Qatar, and then in parentheses, he says specifically the Qatar Investment Authority, and helped CEFC navigate through various issues before Patrick Ho. A CEFC executive was arrested for corruption in New York in November of 2017. And this is who the Bidens were doing business with, everyone. He then writes, Joe Biden's status as the head of the family served an enforcement role. For example, when Hunter stated deliberately that his father Joe was sitting right next to him while demanding immediate payment of $10 million from CEFC and had committed to the Biden family as well as when Hunter demanded CEFC circumvent Cinehawk Holdings. The Biden family violated their fiduciary duties to Cinehawk and Onita as they enriched themselves at the CEFC trough. There is more of what Tony Bobolinsky has said, but I want to just take a moment and really look at what I just gave you from his testimony. He's saying that Joe Biden is the kingpin, Joe Biden knew what he was doing, and they were deliberately seeking out the worst actors in the world and the biggest adversaries, the U.S., and willing to sell America out to our adversaries to enrich themselves, not just for upfront millions, but from the billions of investments that came afterwards and the profits from those investments. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tony Bobolinsky is clearly laying out massive crimes that are far beyond even impeachment of a president of the United States of America to the House Oversight and Judiciary Committees in his opening statement. What he is describing are crimes that would put any normal American in prison and quite possibly in prison for decades. What Joe Biden is being accused of doing and Tony Bobolinsky saying, I have the keys to the crime and I'm showing it all to you as a whistleblower. He is saying that Joe Biden at some point decided I don't work for America. I work for America's adversaries. In many ways, very much like a spy makes a decision to do it. Except he was willing to sell favors to our adversaries to enrich himself financially, which is no different than what a spy is doing. Now, I don't think that Joe Biden was pledging allegiance to Russia or Romania or China. But what I do think he was willing to do is say, give me money and I'll give you access. I'll give you political favors. Now, China is an adversary of the U.S., so is Russia. Why the hell are you doing business with them when you're the vice president of the United States of America? Why is your family selling access to America? Because they were willing to enrich themselves. This wasn't some, and I say the only difference is, 
Many times spies have a hatred for America and they fake it, right? That they love America and then they're actually working for for another government. Sometimes spies just like making the money. Some of them are just narcissists and they honestly just like the moment of of the, the, the excitement, the rush of screwing this country. Joe Biden and Joe Biden's family, what they decided to do is they got into a position of power and they realized, wow, we can make millions. And then we can make millions off of the upfront millions with the investments that we're making in these companies. And remember, Hunter Biden's, uh, uh, you know, whatever that creep is in California, his his sugar daddy is is holding his 10% stake in, in this Chinese company from what we understand. Now, let me keep reading from Tony Bobulinski's opening statement. He says, number four, United States law enforcement appears to have been Singularly unwilling to speak with me or to hear the facts we will be discussing today. I have never been contacted to provide testimony nor asked to speak with anyone connected with Joe Biden's administration, including his Department of Justice, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, the FBI, the Internal Revenue Service, IRS. There's been whistleblowers there that stopped the plea deal really with Hunter Biden or he says local law enforcement. He said that includes the U.S. Attorney David Weiss for the District of Delaware, right, who's the special prosecutor that's been involved in all of this, or any of these several grand juries I now know were convened after my name became publicly known. So what he's saying is the FBI, the DOJ, the IRS, all of them, they weren't actually investigating any crimes by the Biden crime family because they were. They would have had to have talked to me. I'm the whistleblower. They would have had to have interviewed me. They didn't want to talk to me. They didn't want to know what I knew. They didn't want to see what I had because they were not actually investigating the president. They were covering for the president. He goes on to write this. That includes the U.S. Attorney David Weiss for the District of Delaware and any of the several grand juries I now know were convened after my name became publicly known. In fact, on October the 23rd of 2020, I voluntarily walked into the Washington field office of the FBI with several phones containing years of encrypted communications between me and numerous members of the Biden family and their associates. That conversation, which was subject to false statement statutes, lasted many hours and was never followed up upon by anyone in government or law enforcement in any way. Rather, When the House Ways and Means Committee recently released the FBI 302 report of that meeting, Hunter Biden's lawyers laughably tried to use a single note taking error by a junior FBI agent to accuse me falsely of lying about my attendance at a meeting with Hunter Biden and CEFC in Miami. I was crystal clear to the agent in my interview that I was physically in Miami during that time for other things and did not attend the actual CEFC meeting. Hunter Biden's lawyers should focus their energy on the facts and the extensive indictments Hunter is fighting versus creating smoke screens and distractions where they're empty threats. I have only told the truth. I continue to tell the truth. I have the facts and, as we will discuss today, I also have the receipts to back them up. Now, let's go back to something else. 
He said in this opening statement, and I want to read this part again because I think it's so chilling. He said, from my direct personal experience, it is clear to me that Joe Biden was the brand being sold by the Biden family. His family's foreign influence peddling operation from China to Ukraine and elsewhere, keyword elsewhere, I want to know what else we're missing here, sold out to foreign actors who were seeking to gain influence and access to Joe Biden and the United States government. And they cashed the checks, folks. The Biden family enriched themselves the tune of tens of millions of dollars by selling and those countries gaining influence and access to the United States of America. He then said Joe Biden was more than a participant in and beneficiary of his family's business. He says, don't act like Joe Biden. And this goes back to, by the way, what I said last week. When they came out and said they couldn't charge the president of the United States of America with willfully taking classified documents because any jury would not look at him as mentally competent, that he's old and senile. They're going to use that as a pretense for this testimony to say, well, we could hold Joe Biden accountable, but we really can't because he's already been declared by the DOJ as just being too old and senile to be held accountable for anything. Wow, by the way, he's the acting president of the United States of America. Quote, Joe Biden was more than a participant in and beneficiary of his family's business. He was an enabler, despite being buffered by a complex scheme to maintain plausible deniability. Now, this goes back to the shell companies. Jim Jordan has said this. I played it for you on this show. James Comer, who's also I played for you on this show. And if you missed those those multi-part interviews that I did with them, go back and listen to them. That's exactly what they said. It was a complex scheme of money laundering, of, uh, uh, of fake companies, right, of shell companies paying shell companies that were paying shell companies that had no assets, had no business, had, weren't selling anything, didn't have offices, didn't have day-to-day expenditures where they could funnel the money into the Biden crime family. And that's how they were going to keep their plausible deniability, or at least Joe Biden was. Tony Bobolinsky says the only reason any of these international business transactions took place with tens of millions of dollars flowing directly to the Biden family was because Joe Biden was in high office. The Biden family business was Joe Biden, period. Okay, so Joe Biden is the business. Joe Biden knew everything. Joe Biden understood it because without Joe Biden, it didn't exist. It didn't exist, folks. It didn't exist. He was involved in all of it at the highest level. He had to be involved in all of it at the highest level. And the reason why (laughs) is because he was the brand. He was the product. He was everything. Tony Bobolinsky and what he is saying to Congress is massive. It is beyond just an impeachment. It is about a president of the United States of America that looked to our adversaries to enrich him. That's what this was. That's what the whole thing was, folks. That's the whole thing. Go back. Listen to James Comer. Go back and listen to Jim Jordan and, what I, and, and the conversations I had with them. Because when you hear what they say, now with what is being told by Tony Bobulinski, 
It is going to be so eye-opening to you. It is going to be massive. Make sure you share a podcast, please, everywhere you're on social media. Write us a five-star review, and I'll see you back here tomorrow morning. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.